0: Terms and conditions apply. Hey, this is Brian Alvarez and this is today's edition of the Wrestling Observer
1: Daily Podcast on the 8 Side Network. Are you ready?
0: Let's get it on.
1: How's it going everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern. Sunday 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Well, it is Monday on the program, you know what that means we got a lot to get into here today. Monday Night Raw is tonight, and it's gonna air on Sci-Fi. That ain't gonna do well. But we'll tell you about the lineup for the show here tonight. We've got preemptions. I mean, we got preemptions all over the place coming up. We got uh, Raw preemptions. We got uh, Rampage preemptions as a result of All-Star Weekend. None of these shows are gonna do well in their new time slots. So, uh, as is usually the case, as I say with AEW when they're preempted, I don't want to go online tomorrow and see how, oh my god, everything's going horribly for WWE. They're sinking WrestleMania. It going to buy me. Any... It's going to do poorly on sci-fi. And then when it's back on USA, it's going to do well again. But we'll tell you about that. I also watched the Rampage and SmackDown show. So if you want to talk about those two shows, Rampage, lots of good wrestling, lots of build. A uh, slow build for their uh, their next pay per view, and obviously there were uh, there were uh, slow build segments on SmackDown as well. We are going to get Charlotte Flair and Ronda Rousey at uh, WrestleMania. That is the match, and uh, Ronda Rousey five hundred million times better on SmackDown than she was on Raw. So we'll tell you about those two shows there. We've also got a top wrestler walking through the forbidden door on dynamite wednesday coincidentally keith lee and mia yim just got married so congratulations to them kurt angle not coming back to wwe nxt announcing matches for their vengeance day show on social media and not on national television and plenty more You know, you can be idiot-proof, but still not be an idiot. Just want to throw that out there. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Back at the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. I see everyone here is asking about Facebook. Should I just make it quick? Yeah, what's up? There is no story. So I went on Facebook, which, by the way, I I almost never do anything on Facebook. But I was on Facebook, because it does suck. And uh, one of my buddies was like, oh, you know, Comcast is raising prices. Hmm. Speaking of things that suck uh, what, uh, what's a good, uh, thing around, and I just, I wrote Ziply, and, uh, I, I tried to post it, and then a big exclamation point came up, and it was, it didn't post, I was like, what is going on here, I can't, I can't write zipply. that was weird, so then I, I, you know, I thought, what is going on here, and I just decided I'm gonna try and post something, so I'm just gonna post a picture of my daughter doing an arm bar on me, and uh, I got another exclamation point, and it said, your account is restricted. I was like, restricted? I don't even post. I never even come on here. I can't remember the last time. I may have posted, like, a picture on Instagram and then, sh- it, you know, automatically shared on Facebook. But I don't do anything. I'm never on Facebook. So somehow my account was restricted. So then I spent, like, 20 minutes, like, okay, what's going on here? And you go in the help section, and it goes, if your account was restricted... Your first strike, it should be, you know, I forget what it was, something like thirty minutes or something like that, and then, you know, later in that morning, I still couldn't post. So it was like this ain't changing anytime soon, and so I just, uh, I just deleted my Facebook. I don't use it. I don't care. Every time I go on, it is just like a bunch of misery. So anyway, if you want to uh, follow me, you can go on uh, Twitter, obviously, at Brian Alvarez, or you can go to the uh, the Insta, as they call it. <laughs> F4W online and I'll put pictures up there. But uh, yeah, if I can't get on my Facebook, what do I have it for? Sounds my like account is you... restricted? So, yeah, you like know, know it's restricted. You, you know it's restricted? Facebook yeah. is restricted from this house now. I don't need them. <laughs> you still getting to use Instagram though? I pick I put pictures up there. I put it. You want to see Paisley doing an arm bar? Go to my Insta F4W online,
2: but it's owned by Facebook. So, really, but it doesn't still- matter, Mike.
1: It's not, I'm not mad at like I don't care. I don't even know. what's this idiot's name that put Facebook together. I don't know. What's his dork's name? Zuckerberg. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's, I'm not. Whatever. Is his Facebook platform sucks. If I can post on Instagram, I'll use Instagram. When I can't post on Instagram anymore, I'll cancel Instagram. Why don't you just use Twitter? I do use Twitter.
2: Get rid of Instagram
1: altogether then. Instagram also sent me this thing about getting verified because I'm verified on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And so there's like this little thing that you're supposed to fill out or whatever. So, you know, it asked me to fill everything out. so I filled it all out. And then it goes, You're not uh, eligible to be verified. Huh. <laughs> whatever. What does this even mean, anyway? But you know what? Let's talk about something exciting. What's that? I was the winner of the 2021 prediction contest. That's exciting. Yeah. And uh, as a result, every year the winner gets a prize. Oh, no. I, I believe early on I gave out plaques out of my yeah. own pocket, I might add. Mm-hmm. I oh, sent boy. plaques, yeah, and I then I sent – uh, it wasn't rigged, you idiots. I put it up to a vote on Twitter. Mm. And then uh, you oh, got – Yeah, your did, Twitter. Did you get a trophy or a plaque? I
2: got a plaque.
1: Bro, let me tell you what's brave. <laughs> putting, uh, putting a poll on my Twitter about whether I should win. The fact that I barely won tells you that it normally would have been a landslide. But everyone on Twitter, my my own Twitter, hates me. But anyway, the point is I won, and so I thought, what could I, what could I get for myself for a prize? And I thought, you know, I got so many trophies. A leg lamp. I just have so many trophies. It's ridiculous. <laughs> And uh, yeah, yeah, to Plaques.
2: This. I got plaques. I got my you still uh, hold on to all your trophies, uh, from black belt, belt in, like, certification sixth plaque sixth grade. right there.
1: I do have my sixth uh, grade uh, student of
2: the year plaque. Your field day participation. I got ribbon. belts. I got
1: so much stuff, so yeah, I was just I thinking belt. about it. And you know what I got? What you got? Oh, it's beautiful. Oh, no. <laughs> yes, shiny, beautiful. White gold. What? i got myself a ring can you see that everybody are you kidding me yeah maybe you can't see it so you know what i'll do i'll put it on my finger uh, it's so glowing you can too see much
2: look at that prediction contest it's radiance oh look at that. 2021 <laughs> winner yeah look yeah. at that thing
1: shine just like mjf oh man no two peas in a pod oh no, no he got one yes, of those you are he got one of those gimmick ones off amazon for 9.99 oh. Oh yeah, yeah. You know how much there's... this white gold slab of of uh, uh you know how much this cost? It's a a lot of money. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. The, Knock the off MJF. Gold. Give me give me, give me a break. Give me a break. Oh, I can't wear a ring now because I'm MJF.
2: Huh? Are you saying? Are you saying is that, that ring has got cubic zirconias? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, not real cubic zirconia. Of course, it's not ring. a real
1: diamond ring. It's a gimmick.
2: So you're saying you got? How do we know you got white gold? Look at it. <laughs> what do you, what do you, come on. What do you think it's that not is? not even in focus. What do you think it is? It could be a Lego Bro, if I'm going to lie, I'd say it was platinum. platinum. Oh, please. I tell Platinum's the truth here soft. on this show. Platinum's too soft. Too, too soft for to what? It's a ring to I'm going to wear ring? for the show. To be a ring, it's way too soft. What do you think come I'm gonna on, go, he knocked out you going to go anything? punching people with this thing? Boy,
1: would I ever like to punch a few people with this thing. Yeah. But I'm not going to. But anyway, I mean, since none of you right. are going to, I would like to, uh, I would like to congratulate myself on winning yeah. the prediction contest.
2: You pat yourself on the back like Barry Horowitz. Yeah, so
1: there go you ahead, go. Go ahead, do it, do it. You mean like Champa? Can we move into you know the 21st century? Oh, listen all right. To you, I got one other announcement, then I'll get to the news. So uh, tomorrow on the Brian and Vinny show, we're reviewing WrestleMania 9. WrestleMania 9 was uh, what most people remember as a horrible show. We'll make that determination tomorrow. But uh, it was at Caesar's Palace, and uh, they all wore togas. And so, again, I might add out of my own pocket, I bought togas for myself, Vinny, and Craig. You bought togas? Why yep. don't you just use a white bedsheet? Bro, because, listen, the Twitch homies, the top-tier oh, YouTube subscribers, God. these people pay their hard-earned net money every month. And so you think I'm going to wrap a white blanket around myself for this? No. So you're I going full togas. finkel.
2: Full finkel Bro, is what you're saying you're doing. And it ain't aluminum.
1: I bought togas for myself, Vinny, and Craig. And tomorrow we will be reviewing WrestleMania 9 and having a full-fledged toga party here at uh, Chateau Chico. Holy smokes. Uh, the lovely uh, studio. here. And because it's a special event, mm-hmm. and because I'm feeling generous having bought... Uh, A white gold, uh, solid white gold ring uh, to reward reward myself and also uh, togas. This show will be live at 9 Pacific, midnight Eastern, on both YouTube and Twitch. So if you are a top-tier YouTube subscriber and it's not free, a paying Twitch homie, uh, both every all of you will be able to watch. Are hey, you new show. freeloaders? No freeloaders, no freeloaders. Uh, these togas didn't pay for themselves. <laughs> so anyway, it is actually very easy on uh, on Twitch because what you can do on Twitch is uh, if you've got Amazon Prime and who doesn't? Amazon Prime gives you a free Twitch subscription every month, and uh, you can use that for uh, our Twitch channel here, F4W Video. So you go to uh, Twitch.tv/f4wvideo. slash uh, you you go to sign up. It says uh, use your Amazon Prime account. You do that. You pay nothing. I pay for the togas out of your money, and uh, everything works out. So tomorrow, uh, 9 Pacific, midnight Eastern, Twitch and YouTube Cybelcast, Make sure you uh, renew your subscriptions now because I have gotten a picture that you have not seen, I don't think, of Craig in his toga. This is worth whatever you're paying for this website every month. And wait till you see mine. Are you going to have Whitney
2: there feeding your grapes? Vinny comes I, well, I in on the should. back of a camel. <laughs> hey, I tell you what, one thing is for sure. No matter what anybody says about that show, that show was made for me with the head shrinkers and the Steiners, and that's all I needed. Yeah,
1: it's actually uh, it was a triple XL togas that I got for uh, Jimmy and Craig.
2: No, it was, but that's all they had, so I had to buy a different. I had to buy a
1: different one for me, (laughs) which is up on my Twitter at Brian Alvarez. If you want to see it, he's a god. It says on the package. Oh yeah,
2: you found a spirit Halloween that's still open. Back with the News Observer Live.
1: Back of the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Uh, Mike Semper, BB, also WrestlingObserver.com. You know what I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to take a picture of this this beauty here for oh, everybody. Oh, jeez. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I can put on my uh, Instagram. Do me a
2: favor. Get a close-up of where it actually says 10K or 14K or whatever it is. By the way, you didn't even say what kind of carrot is in that thing. So 18 what is it? carat. Oh,
1: look at you. Don't you know
2: anything about anything? <laughs> what there's different types of carrots exactly you, you don't want. To, i
1: didn't want to get a 24 karat gold because it would just it would be like butter but well, i told
2: uh, you with the platinum it's too soft yeah but
1: 18 karat gold depending on what you uh you uh mix it with can be uh can be very very hard and everyone uh everyone listening to this knows anything about
2: jewelry will uh you know man my hands look old one day I'm still going to get enough money where I can get the uh, golden diamond fronts that I've been wanting for my entire life. And I know what everybody says when they get those rappers and athletes and things like that. What are you talking you about for them. your teeth? Yeah, absolutely. Oh God. Oh man, God. I always wanted those things. And they always say once you get them you never like it's like a complete waste of money. You could have put that money anywhere else, but I still want them. I still want those. Let's talk about the news before people stop listening. All right,
1: a uh, few things. Uh, actually, there's a lot going on. So, tonight, uh, Seth Rollins and Riddle is on the card, allegedly. An appearance from Lita. And as noted, the show is going to be airing on Sci Fi, which is, uh, you know, ratings death, I would presume. <laughs> uh, there's also the third and final stage of the academic challenge with RK Bro and Alpha Academy. I have no idea if Randy Orton is going to be on the show. Uh, anything is possible. I was under the impression he was going to be gone for a while, but they're still, you know, doing this academic challenge to build up for a pay per view, which I presume is Illumination Chamber. He wasn't at the show last week, so we will find out tonight. So if you uh, DVR the show, if you still have one of those old fashioned DVRs, not like YouTube TV that records it no matter where it airs, uh, make sure you set your DVR. You're going to miss, I don't want you to miss Raw.
2: Yeah, speaking of Comcast, I actually had to check. And for some reason, some shows they'll actually do this with, and other shows they won't. This time around, they didn't, so I had to manually set that. So if you're an Xfinity customer, you may want to double-check on that one.
1: Uh, We've also got, due uh, due to the NBA's All-Star Weekend, uh, one of this uh, this month's episodes of Rampage is going to be airing in a different time slot. The Friday, February 18th episode of Rampage is going to air at 7 Eastern time nba's rising stars tournament will begin on tnt at 9 eastern net friday as part of the all star weekend the show usually airs from 10 to 11 uh obviously because it's 7 to 8 it's not going to go head to head with smackdown this is going to be interesting because uh 10 to 11 i believe is technically in prime time prime time 8 9 o'clock p.m 10 o'clock to 11 o'clock is it uh, is it's still considered prime time. Seven is not okay, but it will be interesting to see if seven to eight actually does better than ten to eleven. Even though seven to eight is not in prime time, the idea when they when they uh, this is a T, this is T N T obviously uh, when they first uh, gave Rampage that time slot was we don't want to run head to head with SmackDown. But if we air after SmackDown, a bunch of WWE fans that watch SmackDown will then switch and watch Rampage for another hour. I don't think that's happened. I I mean, I don't have really any evidence one way or the other, but, uh, you know, I I don't think that a lot of fans are doing that. So if that's the case, what would be better for you, dear listener? Would you rather Rampage heard at 7 on Friday or at 10 on Friday? Uh, we're gonna have kind of a uh, an experiment here and granted it's not a fair experiment because it is a preemption and uh, preemptions, you know, they can advertise it all they want, but there's always gonna be people to forget. but I mean if it does if it does, uh, does four hundred thousand viewers, you know obviously uh, that's probably not good. If it does the same viewership, same or better in eighteen to forty nine, I would think about moving that show to seven. And for sure, if it does like 800,000 viewers and like a .3 in 18 to 49, I mean, I would be thinking about moving that thing I- immediately. So uh, we'll see what happens. But that's going to be an interesting experiment
2: on uh, February 18th. Yeah, I think you can leave it open for further testing if that's the case. You know, it's just too bad they couldn't get a deal with TNT because the NBA is so strong. And it is their weekend where they couldn't have had that pregame show for the NBA actually go... From seven to eight, which leads into an hour of rampage, which leads into the skills competition or whatever skills competition the whatever they got going on, three point contest, whatever they got going on for All Star Weekend, and it's just too bad because I think eight to nine it probably would have been great, especially the second half of that show with people tuning in, waiting to get ready for uh, the the All Star stuff. But you know, we'll we'll see. You know, seven o'clock is, you know, I I, I would be for it. Because of mold, I guess, but I'm not really sure if it's going to be as much of a boom because it's also six o'clock now, central time. So I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I like that one all that much. Plus, it, it damages you in the overall, Brian, because you're selling primetime advertising. I mean, that's, you, you want to be involved in that. So I would be very wary about moving out of that spot. Although, if the numbers are good enough, you entertain what you entertain.
1: Yes, yeah, so if the if the numbers are good enough then uh then it should be moved. E- we'll do a dramatic okay. filter on this ring shot here.
2: That's what you, 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 you. It's
1: also uh Dynamite Wednesday, according to AEW's Tony Khan, quote, a top wrestler will walk through the forbidden door and make their debut on Wednesday's Dynamite in the face of the revolution qualifying match. He tweeted, with a great showing in the AW Rampage TNT title bout tonight, Isaiah Cassidy has earned a qualifying match for a spot in the face of the Revolution ladder match. With a TNT title shot at stake, his opponent will debut Wednesday and sign a contract with AEW. I bring that up because when I... I, I See, I don't, I don't go on social media a lot, so I didn't see any of the tweets. I only heard <laughs> this. that somebody was going to debut <laughs> like, on Wednesday. He and never so, reads the comments, but... My immediate thought, if I read the comments, I wouldn't even have done that granny segment last night. So uh, I immediately thought Jay White. Because uh, if you guys have not been paying attention to, uh, to Jay White, I ha- can't remember the last time he did an in-ring promo. It did not mention AEW. And I think that inevitable that he is going to make an appearance at some point with AEW, but he is not signing a contract with AEW. So this person here would not be Jay White. I'm not saying that Jay White couldn't also appear on Dynamite this Wednesday, but uh, this person that Tony Khan is talking about is uh, is a reference to somebody who is signing a contract with AEW. Obviously, the the name that has been coming up more than any other is Keith Lee, who just got married this weekend, so congratulations to him and Mia Yim. And Keith Lee, I mean, my only question is, a ladder match with Keith Lee? Is that exactly how you want to debut him? I mean, he doesn't really have to do a lot off the ladder. He can be, you know, the other guy can do everything off the ladder, and he can catch him and pounce him and throw him all over the place. But um, I'm not sure that's exactly where i debut keith lee but i could be proven wrong and uh and i have been before so i would predict if i had to if i had a uh if i had to make a prediction keith lee on uh wednesday
2: do you think uh brother nero would fit that spot because it is on the ladder and because you do have the hardy family office uh maybe that's the punishment that Andrade's got coming in or that Matt Hardy has for Isaiah, or is that uh, that too crazy? Well, about?
1: I... I, I uh... too, too dicey right now well, to think in, the thing. Jeff? here's the thing. Tony Khan in storyline is the one who is signing this person. So if Tony Khan in storyline had a sense of humor, then he could <laughs> debut Matt Hardy's brother against Matt Hardy's protege in this match. And honestly, you know, it probably would be better if you're doing a, a ladder match to do Jeff Hardy as opposed to Keith Lee, I would think. But, uh, you know, uh, I think that if Jeff Hardy comes in, he's probably aligning with Matt Hardy. So, I mean, I mean, you can make anything. You can try. I shouldn't say that. You can try to make anything make sense in wrestling. <laughs> but I, I don't think I would have Jeff Hardy debut here against Isaiah Cassidy.
2: And look for Keith Lee to come in and just basically kill Isaiah and walk up there and take the you know whatever and sign the contract. I mean, then that I'm fine with that. I'm completely. Oh, fine hold on, with that. I got I don't a think correction. We're see him
1: flying around. Here. I got a correction here. I apologize. So. I don't even know why I didn't think about this. So the match on Wednesday is a qualifier for the ladder match, but it's not a ladder match. Well,
2: okay, that makes a lot. So more fine, sense Keith now. Lee. Yeah, it's, yeah. We're done Keith with that. Lee kills him. Pounce. Period. Yes. Boom. There you go. All right, that was easy. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. I read the word
1: ladder so many times that my brain. You guys, know what a brain is? You're still. Yours is yes. still deeply affected by uh, Naito and. I still uh, think I have dad brain. I don't know if that ever goes away completely. Hangman Page, Lance Archer, Texas Deathmatch is on the show. An appearance by MJF. Uh, And then uh, Inner Circle Team Meeting. And Tony Khan has, quote, a major announcement. Inner Circle Team Meeting. We have to figure out if that's uh, uh, in connection with the debuting wrestler or something different altogether. But, yes, congratulations to uh, Keith Lee and Mia Yim. They've been engaged since February 11 of last year. It's almost a full year before they got married. Back in a moment, Observer Live.
0: Terms and conditions apply.
1: Back at the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Silvervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Man, look at that beauty. At Brian Alvarez on Twitter, F4W Online on Insta, Instagram.
2: Let me see it. Hold on here. I want to judge this thing for myself. Look at that thing. Look at that thing. Holy smokes. The first time you said that. Holy smokes. Yeah. Where is this here, Brian? I don't know. Why. I, think... I don't even know if I follow you. Hopefully, you don't. Probably have you mute or something.
1: Oh, by the way, uh, earlier in the show, I made the comment that uh, you know, just because you're idiot-proof doesn't mean you have to be an idiot. We have uh, new matches for NXT Vengeance Day. Uh, they they shot angles on television, but then announced these on social media. So hopefully, they didn't announce them on uh, Facebook because I. You know, shut mine off. It'd be nice if they announced this on the television show. I suppose they will. But anyway, Santos Escobar will officially be the first challenger for Braun Breaker's NXT title. Breaker will defend his title against Escobar at NXT Vengeance Day, Tuesday, February 15th, on Sci-Fi. So uh this big show is uh gonna be on sci-fi as opposed to the USA Network. And uh they also announced that uh what was the other match? Oh yeah. Pete Dunn versus Tony D'Angelo in a steel cage match, I believe, also announced on social media.
2: Is this one of the fastest that a guy's ever made it into a steel cage match? Um I'm sure someone
1: must have debuted in a debuted, steel cage I'm match sure. at some point. Yeah. But actually I can't Dang think of any. But of. I think this is about match six, and he's gonna have a steel cage match on a uh, on a big show. So the full card for Vengeance Day on sci fi which is fitting since they announced these matches on social media. I don't really need anybody to watch or know about them. NXT champion Braun Breaker versus Santos Escobar. Carmelo Hayes versus Cameron Grimes for the North American title. Toxic Attraction versus Indy Hartwell and Persia Parada. The finals of the 2022 Men's Dusty Classic. And Pete Dunne versus Tony D'Angelo. And one of these days, everybody, one of these days, we'll have a Women's Dusty. But uh, I don't know when where or anything like that there you go let me uh, throw that uh, ring up there on the video look at this thing everybody
2: oh man look at that holy smokes you actually you gorgeous just ignorant ignorant you you got a ten-carat ring this is how well you're living you got a ten-carat ring in honor of yourself why didn't well, you just, get a big, told you was why not you get a big carat. portrait made, a big like velvet portrait with like an eternal flame and put it right behind your shoulder on the show for everybody to, to look at for you to, to turn around at and, and, and gaze at longingly when I, when I talk on this show. Well, what I wanted to
1: get was a, a steel Rolex Daytona, but it's pretty much impossible. Oh. I could have
2: that that oh, yeah. ring there. I could have got. That? I could have got a
1: forty-pound white gold ring for less money. But uh, by
2: the way, I'm also looking at the other picture you have up on your Twitter, which is this dream guy costumes. And yeah, look at that thing. What? Where exactly did you go to pick this one up? Amazon. Amazon, you, you didn't... I just, uh, I just...
1: Listen... Do you mean I, Adam and Eve, or? I, I, I realize that it sounds like I'm making fun of Craig and Vinny by saying I got a triple XL, okay? But I went on Amazon, and I looked for men's toga. And literally, they only had three XL. So that's what I got them. It wasn't like, oh, how big are these guys? So I got them theirs, and I'm like, I can't wear a triple XL. So then I had to do a deep search in Amazon... And uh, apparently, if you uh, if you're smaller, then you have to have the "He's a God" version of the toga.
2: So that's uh, what I got. I don't know. I've seen some costumes that look like this, and I don't know. They they sell these in other places as well, too.
1: Well, I didn't go there. I got it off Amazon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, bro. The American Dragon is the second act to be announced for the Ring of Honor Hall of Fame. Ring of Honor revealed today. Brian Danielson, second member behind the Briscoes, who are one act, if you're wondering. (laughs) Danielson was involved in the main event of their first show in 2022 with Low Key, defeating Danielson and Christopher Daniels in a three-way match. And Era of Honor begins. You know, singing about this, there's gonna be four acts. In the inaugural class. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got the Briscoes. Yeah. We got the uh, the Briscoes. Oh, yeah.
2: Here we go. Look at this. We got
1: Danielson.
2: Flex with it, guy. Okay.
1: And then uh, we got uh, uh, two other acts as well. And uh, I was thinking about the er- – and they're wrestlers. We know they're wrestlers. But we don't know who. And a lot of people have suggested Samoa Joe. Um, homicide. 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 Uh, but uh, there's also that name, Low Key. Mm. Uh, but um, he's also. Uh, uh, Will
2: you pay me to appear in your Hall of Fame? It's Low Key. So, you know. I have a list of demands. Uh, not just that,
1: but like, I mean.
2: Do I go over? There's yeah. I better be the main event. So I'm not sure that Low Key.
1: I mean, maybe he is. I don't know. I mean, trust okay. me, there. Are, I'm not saying he's a
2: horrible, uh, well, anyway. There's... We know it's not Nigel. We know it's not Owens or Generico. We know that. <laughs> so they're out of Well, we that. don't and know I... that. It could be Owens or Generico. You think WWE is going to let him do that? It
1: doesn't. They're not going to let him do it. But I mean, Ring of Honor owns the footage. They can do a Hall of Fame special with these. I mean, but guys. why
2: would you do that when at some point they'll probably, you know, Besides, you, you hope you're going to be alive ten years down the road? They'll be gone from WWE. You can do it dude, then. There have there's also been so many been, other people they can put in.
1: But my point is, there have also don't think there aren't haven't been long standing issues between Ring of Honor and AEW. So there's no guarantee that Brian Danielson is going to be showing up for this thing or anything like that.
2: So but I'm sure he can write his own ticket a lot better than most people can. He's Brian Danielson. I mean, not to say that Tony's got no, you know, <laughs> Brian's got him by the 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 short hairs, but, like, I mean, it's Brian Danielson, and do you really, if you're Tony Khan and they're going to honor him, it's not like he's wrestling or anything like that on that show, you really would be <laughs> a real D-bag <laughs> if you did that. So I don't think that that would be the case. I, I really don't. We've also got uh, some notes from
1: SmackDown. If you guys didn't see the show, did you watch Raw Monday with Ronda Rousey where she decided, I hate these fans, and uh, I'm going to come out and, and... It's still real to her. Dude, she came out looking like she'd been sent out there at gunpoint, wanted nothing to do with this pro wrestling. How was dare just... you, Jeremy! But uh, she came out on SmackDown, and it was, I swear to God, a 180. Dude, they hit her music, the fans start cheering, she's smiling, she's slapping hands with everybody at ringside. She gets in the ring, and the fans start chanting Ronda Rousey, which was not sweetening, because they actually showed fans, actually their mouths were moving. And uh, then she's smiling at them, and she's just like, total 180. And then she went into Ronda mode to uh, bury, and it was was, part of the, you know, she was in there with Charlotte, so she wasn't getting booed. So they built up the Mania match. And then uh, Sonya Deville, who is also hated, got in the ring, and Ronda put her in the arm bar. So I would absolutely uh, classify what happened on SmackDown as a success involving Ronda Rousey. It's Ronda and Charlotte at WrestleMania. I mean, they, they can't book baby faces, okay? But Charlotte is hated. So it's going to be very hard. For the fans to, like, totally turn on Ronda Rousey between now and WrestleMania. Now, whoever she fused with afterwards, I mean, they could turn on her then. But I think, I think it's going to be fairly smooth sailing as long as she's in the ring doing segments with Charlotte. Because uh, I believe the hatred for Charlotte trumps uh, anybody who has any dislike for Ronda Rousey, which we really haven't seen yet since she came back.
2: Plus Charlotte does not want to be cool at all. She will lean all the way into being the most shrill sounding, annoying bitch with a capital B. And you know Sorry, just, Dom. Oh well yeah, sorry for everybody's virgin ears out there. But look, I mean, yes, with with Charlotte she'll be fine. But how is she going to react if there is a night where the fans turn on her and all that? She cannot be so thin skinned coming back. And it was almost bizarre with Dave talking about it last night or this morning on Wrestling Observer Radio that you did with him, where it's like she came back like angry, holding a grudge. And it's like, woman. They are paying you huge amounts of money for you to go out and perform in pro wrestling. And you said you've loved this your whole life. This is, you know, this is something you always aspire to do. You've done it before. You've been successful doing it, had one of the best debuts of all time. Like the fan thing, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you other than you need to get over it. And it's kind of just bizarre because this isn't even like MMA fans who were a lot more venomous in a lot of ways. Pro wrestling fans, I mean, in a lot of ways are a lot goofier. So, yeah, they're going to maybe boo you out of the building sometimes or start getting on your case. You cannot let that affect you. And it really surprises me that it does for somebody who said they had such a knowledge of this and who did make fun of fans and did take shots at fans in the past. So, I don't know. Stole real to her.
1: Oh, sorry. I was polishing my ring. I got something you By the polish. way, you know what? Uh, you know who's been really good on SmackDown? But, like, uh, surely clips of this will never appear on Twitter. Who? Naomi.
2: She, I got a question for you about her, too. I mean, she, she look, w- is Sonya Deville, in, in character form, a, a racist? Like, what has the beef been with her and Naomi for what feels like five years now? It's been, I don't know how long it's been, but it is absolutely bizarre that they have played this thing and it's like, What was it ever about? What was this woman's beef? And how did she hold on to her office
1: job doing this to somebody? It's WWE, and it's Mm. never been explained. So I don't think she's a racist. But I think that well, Naomi when you rubbed her think, Brian, the wrong way. When you way, do
2: things like this, and I and I'm not saying that she is, but like when you do things like this, it's the overall point where now, like the the audience has got to come up with like rationales for this crap that they saw on their TV screen. Otherwise, you can do the thing where you watch WWE programming like you know slack jawed and completely brain dead, and your you know brain actually you can feel it leaving you as you're watching. And I guess you could be in a coma. And be okay with some of this stuff, but it's like, some of it, it's like, you know, if you're going to continue on and do it, give me a reason as to why this is happening. Fine, I'll it's do not it. Not a whole lot to ask. I'll
1: do it. Sonya Deville's an MMA fighter, and she's the real deal. And Naomi comes out dancing with glow sticks. Bro. You don't like it. That's the best you got? Well, the best I have, the worst I have, is still better than them not even have an explanation. But the point of this is, they are, uh uh they're doing a good job and she's doing a good job with her role versus uh versus Sonia uh her promos have been good uh there's none of that weird WWE we're going to say a bunch of words but I don't believe a word of it like she's uh she's doing a good job with the promos and the wrestling has been better in the ring and I like this feud I like this Sonia Naomi feud and uh Naomi walked into the office and man she wanted to fight Sonia right then and there and she was great and Sonya didn't want to do it. And so to avoid it, Sonya offered her a championship match. And uh, it's, as opposed to being an idiot babyface, Naomi was like, I don't believe a word you're saying. And so Adam Pearce was right there, and he said, Well, I will guarantee that you get a championship match against Charlotte next week. So it was a good segment. And Drew McIntyre also had a good segment because he's another guy that they, he never, I don't know if it's him or if they just like him or whatever, but he's never a stupid babyface. So uh, he got snuck up on, but still uh, still took out Moss. Hey, we got to go to a break. Back in a moment of Observer Live.
0: Well,
1: these dumbs got a sense of humor. Bling bling, Brian. What, what Elvis. kind of wacky grill you want? White gold? Did you say platinum? No, I want white gold. I want like I want the like,
2: yellow gold and platinum. Yeah, with some if you're diamonds. gonna get a grill, it needs to be yellow gold. Yeah, diamonds. And what? What are you an expert on this now? What would you know about this? I I, got well, I don't know. I just who followed who I
1: can... Hopkins for I... for decades. He had a he had a, a yellow gold grill
2: before it was Look, even cool. Oh please! No, dude, actually, was... he did. I know he did. Like, listen to you trying to school me on anything in that culture, for heaven's sakes. But I mean, look, I just
1: did. You asked me a question, and I answered. that was. Right, oh no, so.
2: I, I need, I need a more updated version. I need, you know, I'm not talking about like big fangs or anything white, like that. But any this guy diamonds? goes, white
1: gold isn't worth much.
2: Couple. T- <laughs> All right, buddy. <laughs> when you're wearing it, it, it loses a little bit of luster. I can tell you that. White gold isn't worth much. Wow. Now, what are you gonna get? Get me a grill or something like that. Is that why yeah. you're asking? Hey,
1: listen. If you win the prediction contest again, I'll think about it. How about that? Maybe at it's least one. Authentic. Maybe one gold tooth, right for the the middle of the front.
2: Maybe I'll no, get gold
1: oh, to put in yeah. between my gap.
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> See, there's,
1: yeah. Actually, my, look, my gap I got filled jokes.
0: in.
2: <laughs> I had a huge
1: gap when I was a kid, but you know what happened? Oh, yeah. My uh, my wisdom teeth started to come in, and they pushed the gap together. That was the good news. The bad news is they were straight on the bottom, and so then they went like this on the bottom. Then I went to the dentist, and he goes, you know, you never got your wisdom teeth out. And I said, yeah. Should I get them out now? He goes, you're 46. You're way too old. Don't worry about it. So there you go. So he didn't want to close your gap for you. I need to get Britt Baker on so I can talk about Invisalign with her. She'd probably know all about it, right? she will probably hate it. No, it's she wouldn't. Adam Cole Invisalign? got it. Oh, my God. Really? God, is there anything else I can school you about? We're out of time, everybody. I got to go. Work. But I'll be back in an hour with Filthy Tom. We had a lot to carats. talk about. And uh, that's it, everybody. Thanks, Mike, as always. Callers and listeners up in the studio. Twitch homies, top tiers. Talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live.